That was a manly, that was a manly slurp. <laughs> Woo! Bubbly. Hello, and welcome to Concast. Uh, sorry for that little peek in the microphone. But uh, I'm Mike Westfall, your host, and I'm joined by Bo Wilson and Michael Kahn. Sup? Yo. Yo. Uh, so here on Concast, we are all attending our first anime convention in August of this year. Uh, so the end of this, or when did, is that the beginning of the summer? August 20th. August. No, that's like the end know, of the summer. summer. I don't know, seasons? Some summer time uh, is when the con- the convention is. And uh, the convention is Motaku in Kansas City. And uh, as I said, it's our first convention, so we are recording this podcast uh, every week up until then to help us learn more about anime, uh, further our appreciation for the genre or medium and uh just learn a little bit more and uh yeah so uh today we're going to be talking a little bit about piracy uh and how that affects uh the anime industry and how it is kind of a part of how american viewers are almost forced you could say but not really forced to view a few shows but we'll get into that in a little bit um, All right, we're going to have to time out here because weren't we going to talk about, like, the sales first? Yes, yes, we are. So let's do that now. Okay. <clears throat> time no, in. No, we don't have to time out. Time, time in. in. Time in, time in. I'm not actually, I'm not timing that in. I'm just going to leave it all. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we kind of touched on this at the end, or I kind of touched on it at the end of the last episode. Uh, but basically, what I was talking about and what I want to talk about now is how DVD sales used to be, at least. I don't know if they still are. Uh, pretty, like, the prices for DVDs uh, in anime in Japan were pretty high. And, uh, I mean, they don't typically tend to be very high in the U.S. anymore. Uh, for a little while, they were also in that same kind of situation. I know... Uh, Fooly Cooly, my favorite anime, uh, used to have like a three volume, maybe there was four volumes, uh, four different discs, three different discs, I don't remember, but they were like 50 or 60 bucks a piece. And yeah, so, that's kind of up there. Yeah. And on this website that uh, I'm looking at right now, we might link that on the blog, but uh, it's showing price per disc is $90. I mean, I don't think any... Anybody from the United States would ever pay that unless it was some kind of collector's edition. Yeah, certainly not. And uh, I think collector's editions and things like that are <clears throat> something that we should also talk a little bit about uh, and how 
well, I guess I'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, anyways, this this is all based on a uh, a series of posts on Anime News Network, which talk about DVD sales and in altogether the anime economy. And basically, what it says is how DVDs like weren't meant to be something that people have in Japan. People didn't really want DVD collections, and most DVDs of anime were sold to uh, rental people, so like stores that would rent out the discs, and so they sold them at a much higher price <clears throat> because the people renting them out would make that money back through a bunch of rentals. But there were collectors that wanted the collections of the DVDs, and so they were willing to pay that ridiculous price. And because of that, the anime industry kind of just realized that people were willing to pay for that. And so they just left it there. And those fanatics that wanted the DVDs didn't care because that was, you know, that was their thing and they were willing to pay for it. Well, it does affect how prices are in America. Because, I mean, even you compare anime DVD prices to normal DVD prices. Yeah, yeah. It's the same price. You just get less video per disc. Yeah. And one of the things that, the way that it like really directly affects the uh American industry or as far as like consumers here uh if a show doesn't do well in uh Japan it's not going to get licensed in America so they're not going to to be rented out No, I mean just even to be localized. So they aren't going to have it's not going to air in American television and whatnot. I really well, feel like I should have prepared a little better for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a busy week. I had finals last week, so. I mean, do you buy any DVDs, anyone? Because I know I've only bought one. Uh, I, all I have, as far as anime goes, is uh, like I said before, that IGPX DVD, which is like one of five, and uh, my Fully Coolie Blu-ray, and I just got that because you know I'm a big fan of the series. But for the most part, I just watch most of my shows on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It- it's really hard for me to um, justify buying an anime DVD when you can just Google anime streaming and there's a ridiculous amount of anime. And they say it's illegal. Yeah, yeah so you can probably find any anime online streaming. I think so. that is probably true. I know, I remember I used to watch most of my shows on, uh, I don't even remember the website. I think anime you probably Crazy watched. or Freak or something. Yeah, it's like Anime Crazy, I think is what it was. And they had like a couple hundred different shows linked to uh, different streams on like Mega Video or something like that, which sadly doesn't exist anymore. But well, uh, they have their own, no, they have their own um, stri- video services, just everything was in Japanese. So well, some of them were. Some it. of the shows had been uh, dubbed over for the American. Like, it just or at least had subtitles. Show. Yeah, they were either subbed. As long as they were subbed, I mean, I watched. Yeah, it. it was subbed. I mean, it's free, you know. Yeah, can't. Really and then I know there's a there's a <laughs> website that has all of the uh, Dragon Ball Z episodes available to stream, and it's you know it's Heck a website yeah. completely devoted to that, and it's just like a, I think it's a fan website or whatever, just something that somebody put up. But so yeah, basically that's how the uh, DVD sales talk mostly. How I was gonna relate that into uh piracy 
because DVD collections are, you know, in America becoming something that people don't really have anymore and people don't really care for because of the rise of streaming, yeah, streaming services. Box. And, uh, yeah, just you can access all these different shows without having to purchase them. And uh, so people are getting used to streaming and, you know, not actually needing to physically buy a copy. And I think that makes it a little easier for people to justify piracy. And uh, by piracy, I don't just mean, you know, downloading all your old shows that you used to watch rather than buying the discs, but also You're talk- when, yeah. yeah, when, when, uh, when shows that are currently airing in Japan are, the streams are ripped by fans and then subbed by those people as well or by somebody else and then released as a torrent every week or so whenever the episode comes out and uh it's not available in america but it still probably affects affects how i feel uh, like i feel like as someone that's grew up with computers and that's all i've really been around is the internet I feel like if I don't have the convenience of being able to have some kind of subscription like Netflix to be able to see those new episodes right when they come out, then I'll just go ahead and pirate it, you know? I feel like they should someone should have that service to where you can pay for those new episodes. Otherwise, that's money that they're losing and it's really their fault because they didn't provide that convenience. Yeah, and that's something that's said a lot, uh, especially about like the games industry, is uh, people are often competing with other companies or whatever, but what they need to be competing with is free, and you need to make it easier to pay for uh, pay for whatever product that you have rather than making it... Uh, basically, you have to make your product easier to access than exactly. how it is... I don't know how to say that. It doesn't seem like any of those companies are even going after these websites, though, because there are a ton of anime streaming websites, and I don't hear of any or many that get shut down. Yeah, and I think that's probably just a problem because there are so many. Because really the biggest problem is uh, the places where these files are hosted and the streams are hosted are typically places that host all different kinds of things rather than just just like a website. The website typically just redirects to a place that all this stuff is stored. They give you a that. link to where you can watch this episode or this movie. Exactly. Well, I mean, most sites I've been to, they are, they got streaming on them. And yeah, but usually those, them, legit. usually those uh, streams, like the videos, aren't like hosted on their website. They're hosted on an external server, uh, typically by a company that hosts anything and everything. Like and Mega so, Upload. Yeah, exactly, like Mega Upload. And, uh, I mean, Mega Upload got shut down because they were hosting so many illegal things. But it, it's hard to go after those companies because it's hard to... Pinpoint their exact suit, that per se, that yeah, tra- yeah. You target. Can't, you can't really target the specific files. Yeah. So that makes it a lot harder for them to go after it. You could, I guess, shut down the... Uh, the websites that are redirecting because even redirecting to something like that 
I think but that would just be on one rights. TV show that they're shutting down and not exactly like, the whole database, you know. So yeah, that's and what then, the problem is. And then like the whole issue with with fan like translations and stuff like that. Uh, I I've been watching uh, Gundam Age, the new Gundam series, by uh, and there's this one group that has been fan subbing the new episodes every week, and they release them as torrents. You know, when I think about it, the likelihood of me rewatching Gundam Age when it comes out in America is really low. But I'm not supporting uh, Sunrise, the the publisher, the yeah, the I guess it's the publisher of of that series because I'm not actually watching their uh, I'm not tuning in to when they uh, play the show when it debuts or whatever, and I'm not buying you know dvds or anything like that i'm just getting a essentially a pirated copy and then when it comes out in america i'm also not going to support it by watching it because i've already seen it so i just think it's a kind of a weird place as far as americans go at least for super fans because most i think most super fans are able to watch that stuff or you know or they'll go after that the the fan translated or whatever episodes Mm -hmm. i know that kid i mean we mentioned him before in a previous episode but uh, that kid Latito that we went to high school with, Jack. <laughs> no, not not Jack. <laughs> but this kid Latito would watch episodes of uh, Naruto that were uh, subtitled, and he would watch them on YouTube, and he'd like watch them in class and stuff like that. And you know, that's kind of piracy because you're just watching it for free. I mean, it, it goes on with the whole SOPA. And then Pipa, and then now Cispa or something. Yeah, didn't Where that it, one pass? What? Didn't the, that last one pass? Um, oh. I think Cispa has. It's still Cispa's still on the table, but so. Yeah, Pipa it's getting further into it though. But yeah, that one has a higher likelihood of passing. I feel like they're gonna slip something through at some point. I if feel like something's gonna happen. Wikipedia is gonna stand up again, and everyone's gonna be like, "Crap, I can't do <laughs> I my assignments." <laughs> there we go. We need to call Wikipedia. Let's do it. But yeah, so so what are your guys' like views on you know the issue of piracy? How do how does a, a company make it harder to pirate than it is to just pay for it? Uh, how do they combat piracy? Because they have to make it easier to pay for their shows than to pirate it. Post the videos themselves online and I, I mean I feel like have commercials that pay for those videos i mean i wouldn't sell them online when they come out i would put them on your website kind of like south park south park is hosting their own videos right after they come out their tv shows online but they put commercials etc in those so that they make the same money that they're going to make on say hosting their show on the cable network that's a good point. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, I've been watching through the uh, new Loop on the Third series, and uh, every week when the new episode comes out, Funimation has each episode up to stream on their website for free without actually any commercials, which I don't know how they pull that off or what the deal is, but usually, I mean, I guess I guess it's up to the, to the localization publishers or whatever, like Funimation mm-hmm. or... I don't know, four kids, whoever does all these things. Probably not four kids because nobody likes them. <laughs> but uh, 
I feel like they're partly doing that with all Hulu and Netflix. Where, I mean, there's a lot of animes on both of those services. But yeah, Hulu, yeah. okay, Hulu but, is pretty up to date. But as far as Netflix goes, they get Netflix their stuff. Netflix only has finished probably, series. Yeah, they've been slacking. Yeah. On on Netflix. But but basically, what I'm saying is like, uh, it's up to these like the actual American publishers like Funimation to purchase the rights to to distribute it in America as it as the show is, you know, being aired like its first run in Japan so that they can air it in America as well. Which I mean, it could be just the fact that, you know, there's not an audience really, not as big of an audience as they need, although I don't think that that's true. I think that there is plenty of, of an audience to support that kind of thing. But yeah, that, that could be very true. And it could be the creators themselves maybe not wanting to sell it for a cheaper price. Or I don't think we could really pinpoint the problem without being within one of these companies. Yeah, well, because the reason I say that it's, I think it's the the job of people like, companies like Funimation is because... Uh, it's got to be way more complicated now than just being able to publish. I mean, it's, it's got to take a ton of money and a lot of resources. Yeah, but straight, over, straight up over here. Well, the reason I say that, I, see, I don't think it is that difficult because it's mostly just to do with money, I think. Because in the art, I mean, if what I understand is correct, uh, it says that companies like Funimation have to pay an upfront license fee, which is also known as a minimum guarantee. And the Japanese companies make up the price and say, this is the least amount of money that we are willing to get for you to like publish this in America. So they're guaranteed to get that much money. And until uh, the American companies make that much money off of their, uh, off of the show, the Japanese company makes no royalties. So, but say, say Funimation pays uh, $30,000 or so for like, say the new Lupin series uh, until Funimation makes back $30,000 from the American audience. They don't pay any royalties to the Japanese company, but after they make that much money, then they start paying a percent of royalties to the Japanese companies. And essentially, it's kind of a gamble. You know, you're they're paying that much and expecting to make that much back. And of course, it's probably a lot more than that. That was just an example. But it, it I don't think it's that hard to localize something, especially if you're just doing... Uh, subtitles, which is what they're doing for the Lupin series. It's just they upload uh, every video when it comes out, and they just have American or English subtitles, and that's it. So, you know, that can't be that hard because a small team of people does the Gundam series that I was watching. It's done by a small team of like maybe. I honestly 30 think people. it's better without the English dubs because it kind of gets you into it a little I, bit more. I can't. I can't take Goku's voice in Japanese. <laughs> Is it that bad? I haven't watched I, it in Japanese. I really don't like it. Why? I guess it depends on the show. His voice annoys me. Yeah, I'll, I don't know. I find I'll, I like English voiceovers better. Some Japanese are fine, but Goku's is it, just so annoying. It depends on the Whenever show. Goku's English voice was kind of annoying, too. Yeah, but the reason that I don't think that it's that hard to localize something is because a fan team of like 30 people can every week put out a 
an episode with fan translations done on their own and even localized the dia- like the dialect and mannerisms to be more relatable to uh, an, an American audience or people, you know, because Japanese idioms don't typically make sense when translated into English. Well, so they, they figure it out for English and then they do this all on their own time. Like, it's not like this is their job and they don't make money off of it. They do and make money, though. They, advertisements. On yeah, exactly. Time. They get their site views and then they get the advertisements. That's why the companies that produce the TV shows need to get on that. It's but that easy. Either so way. Why don't they do it? Why don't they cut don't, off the middleman? I don't, I don't feel like the problem is getting it translated because you can do that real quick. I, I feel like there's a lot more paperwork and man, yeah. like tape, tape, red well, tape I, you have to go through to get to it. I'm sure that's true, but I don't necessarily think that that is a reason to not do it because imagine how much more revenue you could get from exactly. doing something like that, especially if you pay an upfront minimum guaranteed price when you first do the stream and then you have all like DVD sales and stuff like that. If you can make up that price, like that cost when you're like getting ad payments and stuff like that from streaming it on their first run. And then when it gets actually like fully localized, maybe with, uh, I mean, of course they'd have to pay more to, to do voice acting or whatever, but from DVD sales and whatnot. I, I just don't know. Well, I mean, obviously they're probably not doing it because nothing has proven that it can make money. I think there's just a company that needs to do it to see if money well, can yeah. be made. And I think Funimation, I mean, as far as I know, especially with this new Lupin series, that's the only one that I know of so far that they're doing that with. I'm sure they're doing with others. I just don't know of them. But, uh, you know, I, I think that that's a viable option, and I think that's one that they should start taking. And I also think that they're, that the reason people aren't is because that's kind of a new idea. You know, streaming hasn't been around for that long, at least as far as uh, major services to stream content. Yeah. Yeah, that's a relatively new thing. Yeah, a lot so, of the big entertainment companies are freaking out a little bit about the whole streaming thing. Yeah, From cable TV is just going completely internet. Yeah. yeah. Boobies. <laughs> you still on the anime? I got a lot of stuff you're going to have to cut out, probably. Don't cut out the boobies part. Keep that I will. I'll, I'll use that as the, the starting boobies thing of the episode that's gonna be the intro boobies so do you guys have any other thoughts on this because we've been recording for like maybe 30 minutes well we covered how they could possibly switch their routes as far as the streaming yeah um have you guys even heard of countryroll.com because i haven't and they have tons of anime yeah, isn't it like the little dog icon thing in like a, a burrito or something? Uh, no. Crazy person. Mm. What am <laughs> I thinking of? It's I'm like, what? What's the dog in a burrito icon? <laughs> oh. Who, who's oh, dog and burrito. No, it's like looks like an eyeball, and it's got all the latest animes. Somebody Google dog in a burrito icon because Whoa. my internet is super slow. Will they ever stop making Naruto's? Goodness gracious. The thing that could probably help us explain this better is, or discuss this better, is knowing where people like Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll, <laughs> like have a play in it. Because how do they 
with all these episodes, how do they not get shut down by or sued or something by somebody? Is this like a fan site? Well, no, is this, this is like, like a paid. Site. I mean, it's legit. It's real. It's so oh. they pay, Do you think they pay for licensing fees? Like I, mean, I can't just sit yeah. here and watch every episode for free. No, this you gotta pay for this. It's kind of oh, like Hulu, okay. but strictly for oh. anime. Never mind. It's like it's like Hulanime. Hulanime. Yeah, it's exactly. What it is. Hulu actually has a pretty good selection of shows on in their library, and actually quite a few that aren't available on like Netflix and stuff. Air Gear, for example, which is a ridiculous show. And they they have them like updated, like well, yeah, the most recent. Never heard of any yeah. of these. That's like one thing. They... These, this whole thing debate doesn't affect me all that much because there's so many anime that I don't know why I would ever go watch the newest ones since there's so many good ones I haven't even watched. It's like with <clears> books. <throat> why would I ever buy a new book? I can go to the library and get free books. Do you guys prefer newer or older anime? Like, do you like to watch the classics that you grew up watching, or do you prefer finding new shows? I prefer watching the classics but i think i get more enjoyment out of watching something i didn't expect was going to be good or anything at all you know because then that becomes one of the classics for you personally mm. Mm. i don't even know if i have a preference i just go on to whatever site i'm going on to and it's like hey go hey i've never watched this and then just see if it's any good <laughs> i have a hard time watch. watching new shows you have I mean, to get invested to new characters and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So it has to really strike you as something to keep you entertained to watch. Yeah, especially like a Naruto yeah. that has over 250 episodes. 267 episodes. Compare that to One Piece. I think One Piece is even uh, a longer run. Is that the winner, One Piece? I think One Piece might be the the longest running Check out that. See what their latest episode number is. It's still no, going? I think... That's still a thing? Yeah, One Piece is still running. Naruto is still running, too, I believe. Whoa. What? Country Roll does not have One Piece. Look up both of them, because I don't think that Naruto is in, like, the 200s right now. I think they're past that yeah, still. Yeah, it's at 267. Is that their latest episode, or is that just the latest episode that Crunchyroll has? Latest episodes on season 10. One Piece know, has o- aired over 500 episodes. Yeah. Holy crap. My friend Justin, who I'd like to have on the show, uh, he keeps up with One Piece, as far as I know. And uh, he tried to get me to start watching it, and I watched, like, maybe 20 episodes. And I was like, you know what? They're, like, at 400 right now, and there's no chance that I'm going <laughs> to be able to catch up. <laughs> I would so I just totally gave up life. on it. Yeah, that would be a while. And, like... I would love to just jump in the middle of a, of the series and like watch certain arcs and whatnot, you know, within the series because that would be cool. But there's so much like establishment of characters that I would miss, and you know they're introducing new characters every now and then. I mean, there's the the few that you know stay throughout the whole series, but I mean it'd be like jumping into the middle of uh, Titanic, like. No, <laughs> jumping into the middle of like I just the, said that for no reason. The, the uh, Cell Saga, yeah, of like Dragon Ball Z, and I would just be like, I don't know who these people are. Why is like, you know, if I watch the beginning, like the 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 Saiyan Saga, and then I jump into the Cell Saga, I'm like, why is Gohan different? And 
you know, these guys are way stronger than they used to be and all this stuff. So it would just be confusing. And I think that makes it kind of difficult. I mean, Dragon Ball Z is the same way. And I mean, what's the difference between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden? I don't even know. I, I believe the... there's like a time skip. Oh. And Shippuden <laughs> takes place farther down. Like they're older. Not oh. like adults, but like a few years like, older. Like I think 80. Naruto becomes Hokage or something like that. I don't know. Like 106. I have absolutely no idea. I'm just totally guessing. So, <laughs> again, we're not experts. Yeah, that's don't why sue we're us doing over this anything. Podcast. This is all personal opinion. So chill. Oh, not that oh. anybody has criticized us for not being experts. I'm just being <laughs> proactive. Yeah, there's 267 episodes of Naruto Shippuden. Gotta I honestly didn't know there was two different storylines of naruto i thought it was just one big thing. oh it's a big deal man. i mean it's the same storyline that follows the same people and all that stuff shippuden is just like i mean it's like the difference between dragon ball z and dragon ball gt oh, okay or like well, dragon ball and dragon ball z yeah dragon suck. ball and dragon so ball z, does that's... the second naruto suck then i think obviously not there's that. 267 of them it's gotta be okay Wait, oh. there's 267 Shippudens? Yeah, Naruto Shippudens, there's 267 of them. How many of just Naruto is there? 220-some. So there's, oh. like, effectively almost 500 episodes of Naruto. 220 of the original TV anime. And how many of Shippuden? 267. Yeah, so almost 500 episodes. So that's probably that's about as long as... One Piece. How many did you say there was of One Piece? Do you remember? I was on Wikipedia and it said over 500 is all it said. They, they didn't even bother counting. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, they're just like oh, oh, you guys. There's got to be at least 500. Probably just because there's a new episode like every week and so they'd have to update the episode count every week. Yeah, it says 554. Still going. Let's see if my internet is working. Hey, it is. Am I cutting out? Nope. Not yet. Word. Okay. So so would you guys watch a series like that? No. Ever? No. The longest one I've watched is the um the full metal. The, how yeah. long is that one? Cuz that's pretty freaking long. It's only, I mean it's only 52. Well, I could I say 52. And then they released like this weird, slightly alternate version that's the same thing but slightly different. <clears throat> and I watched one episode in that and went, "Well, this is the same thing." Okay. You're talking Full so Metal Alchemist. So if that's 52, then later, right? there's no way I would be able to watch 500 <clears throat> some episodes of Naruto or One Piece. So there's 50, and then there's like two movies of Full Metal, so it's like I, you're I you're know. talking Michael Full Metal Alchemist, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay, not Full Metal Panic or something. Full Metal Panic is actually a movie, isn't it? Do you know? Say that again. Full Metal Panic is a a movie, right? <clears throat> it's know? also a show. Is it a show? It's on Netflix. Yeah. Sure. See, I didn't know if there was episodes. I never like hovered over it to see if there were episodes or just a movie. No, it's pretty boring. I watched like an episode. It's huh? Did one. you know it's that the- Full Metal Alchemist is a Square Enix published? series did not that's wild yeah i guess i guess they have full metal and then full metal brotherhood yeah yeah, have you watched brotherhood watched what brotherhood 
I watched like an episode and it was the exact same thing, the exact same story. So I was like, it's going to do the same story with slightly different. I've heard Brotherhood is better. Really? I believe that's what the consensus was. It feels like a... It feels like a lot of these animes are just kind of cash grabbing. You're like, well, it's popular. Let's just not. Let's just keep making them. Exactly. That's why I, I never watched why the heck not, you know? in detail, but I feel like they got so many episodes. It's like, how can they actually have any creativity in it anymore? See, Naruto is the one series that I would really just. That's the one that I would want to watch if I could like invest the time. But there's no chance that I'm going to. I, an anime just has so many of those stupid tropes of it, the dumb, whiny person who won't shut up and the yeah, way you know, hey, that was actually female and they it just have so many of those. That that's actually one of the things I also wanted to talk about, and I think that would be this. That's a good segue into it. I wasn't planning yes. on talking about it this episode, no, but uh kind of cliches or tropes that you see in in anime and misconceptions about those uh so like like the uh the the typical shonen character you know like naruto who has like maybe a troubled past or is expected to be a big dummy but he you know kind of comes across some sort of magical power or something like that or by some divine yeah. intervention becomes like a like a, a super powerful uh hero yeah kind of like way. goku is from dragon ball z again goku is like when you're talking to him personally he's kind of an idiot and he like he's he, he eats a whole lot <laughs> if you talk to him personally <laughs> do you hang out with goku yeah. Yeah. Whenever he, him, him and his his body pillow when he would he would Whisper lay down at night and night. talk to Goku, and then Vegeta on the other side would be like, ah, stupid Kakarot. <laughs> no, but seriously, like he's he was like retarded to like Boma and Gohan and stuff. But then once he gets but, all serious and fights people, he's like Super Saiyan five and kills the crap out of people. That's definitely one of the main things in animes I've noticed that you always have this weak, pansy, wimpy guy who suddenly turns into this all-powerful either through some magic mech suit or something or trying real hard. Some weak, pansy idiot always turns into the superhero who saves the day and gets a lady. Yeah, I think the anime archetypes can be a little bit of a turnoff for people because they really do seem kind of stupid sometimes. Oh, I, I hate and the whiny ones. The ones they make yeah. overly whiny. Oh my gosh. Don't hurt. Like it. Shinji? Yeah. I can't watch an anime with a whiny character. I just can't do it. What <laughs> about what What about Evangelion? You like Evangelion, and Shinji is like the whiniest character ever. I don't think I like that show. <laughs> I like the action, but the actual like characters and the story, I want to punch them all. The action was good, though. I like that. <laughs> What about, how do you feel about, like, American anime, like, American anime, if you will? Uh, I know on, like, the Reddit uh, anime subreddit, talking about, like, Avatar, mm-hmm. like, the, the Nickelodeon show, is, like, a bannable offense. What? <laughs> because they, because it, it's not Japanese. It's an American-made show. Yeah. And it just uses, like, these tropes of 
Japanese animation, which I don't necessarily think is a bad thing. I don't really agree with the fact that they are so against uh, Avatar because it just shows the influence of uh, Japanese yeah. animation. But, uh, you know, sometimes they it can be taken a little too far. I mean, even in Japanese animation, they can take it too far. Uh, Teen Titans was kind of the same way. They did that weird, like, hybrid kind of thing. Yeah. Where, like, characters would go into, like, a, a deformed kind of figure where they had the tiny body and the big head. And it would have, like, a really crappy animation of them yelling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the whenever... Whenever people get like confused or like something ridiculous happens, they all fall on their heads immediately, and their feet are just like sticking up in the air. <laughs> yeah, that's like a classic. Little drawings on their faces of their expressions. Yeah, like squiggly lines. And even that kind of stuff is kind of like that. That's I think it's interesting because if you think about it, it's almost like a a sort of language that you have to learn when you watch it. Like watch anime. Taste. Well, I mean, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different, like, sort of visual expressions that to someone who isn't well-versed or hasn't, you know, watched, uh, you know, anime for very long, it could be, you know, could just go right over your head. Like, there are certain expressions. Like, uh, just if the little mushroom cloud thing that pops off of people's heads when they're, like, uh, like frustrated, you know, where they're, like, blowing off a little bit of steam or something. Or the I little vein mark on a forehead when I knew you were gonna mad. say something about that vein mark because that's all you used to draw, like when you do little <laughs> anime drawings. <laughs> Did I in like elementary school? That was Bodhi, but yeah. Oh, middle school. I I don't know if I've ever been confused by that though. Like, well, that's probably because you grew up watching this kind of stuff. I mean, like Dragon Ball Z and whatnot is. I guess you said that you didn't really watch that when you grew up. I was the poor kid who never got to watch Dragon Ball Z as everyone talked about it. But, I mean, there's just, there's various... uh... That's why I think it's an acquired taste is because I think people are going to understand it, but they're just not going to relate to it as easily. Yeah. They don't want to invest the time, you think? Kind of. To learning. They'll find it out of their kind of... Comfort zone? Yeah. Nah... Sort of. There's probably a better word for it, but yeah. Just not their taste, not for them, they feel. Exactly. Like, it's different from what they're used to watching. So that's why, I mean, they know what it means, but they're just like, okay, that's kind of weird. What about, like, the idea that it's, like, a dorky thing? I don't necessarily know that it is, but... I think that can be attributed to the length of those animes and how in depth that they can get that you can't just jump in and watch any episode that you got to watch them all to really understand everything that's going on and be able to explain it all so you got to invest a lot of time into it and that's where that dorky thing comes in i think yeah michael yes opinions um not on that maybe but one thing I've noticed, like a huge thing about pretty much every main character in anime, and tell me if you guys agree, that so many of the characters are based on some dude who has no self-confidence. Like, if you look at every anime... Not Naruto. Yeah, Naruto. Like, that kid is, like, bursting with confidence. But, like, a lot of them, like... No, he was bursting with like... retard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is retard? Yeah. 
I don't know, but that's what he had. I'm gonna have to like bleep that out or record scratch <laughs> it, like I did with. Uh, I yeah, mean, even the last even him though. In some anime, in some instances, he he does get. He was the low. Was... Most of it is inflated, you know. Yeah, but like I hear you. I'm thinking of like Welcome to the NHK or Paranoia Agent. So many of them are about people who are really sad, <laughs> and they needed not was... be sad anymore. Was he in? Oh wait, welcome to NHK. Sorry, I was thinking Eden of the E. Yeah, even that one. That one, like, he's not the guy character who's the oh, person the who has no self confidence, and then like some magical girl comes along or something and is super powerful. That one, it kind of flipped it, and it had a little bleach. girl who lacked confidence. Yeah, say bleach. Bleach. Yep. I don't know about bleach. I've never. I mean, I've never watched bleach. Uh, but, well, but... he had no powers until the magical girl came along and gave him powers and then he became a naruto yeah see that's 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 the like the shonen main character archetype and i think that can be really annoying and i think that's the reason most people hate like naruto it's because he's the worst character ever yeah but (laughs) at the same time at the same time that kind of uh bo have you watched um Name escaping me, Gurren Lagann. Uh, no, doesn't come to mind. Okay, well, I spoiled a little bit of that. Big spoiled it, actually. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Super Big. spoiled it. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm Mikey. I'm leaving that <laughs> out like, this time because I didn't. I didn't. I totally didn't think about it. I thought I said spoiler, but I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna sue you <laughs> so hard. But sorry to anyone who I spoiled that for. But anyways, uh, the main the character in that the 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 little pansy one. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a main there's a little pansy kid, but like they cut that show. Basically, what I'm saying is that show, and something that Neil touched on in our second episode, uh, that show kind of like makes fun of and like plays off of those archetypes and tropes to make it into something that is actually like you can appreciate it for that, and it makes those ideas of like a character that is you know, not confident and overly confident, that kind of uh, relationship between characters. They actually took that and knowingly took that kind of ridiculous idea and turned it into something, I don't know, that I think is actually really... Uh, you should leave me that. I might, you I also, might get that It's on Netflix. You, you gotta be able... You like gotta Hulu catch well. it, though, because, like, I remember I went back to the episodes and started watching them, and... It didn't come off as a um, what do I want to say? It didn't come off as they were kind of mocking. It came off as straight up stereotypes. Especially, yeah, but especially the pansy character and his just the, lack of self confidence, especially yeah. the ladies. But like the whole idea of that, they did everything through willpower, and they like no, they like said it, and they were just like, if you just want it to happen, it'll happen. That's them knowing that that's how shows always treat it but usually it's like some sort of oh i had this weird inner power that i didn't know about but in this case they're just saying you know just think it and will it and it'll happen because that's how it works in anime or dragon ball z getting it through screaming the loudest yeah, yeah just exactly. yell harder and you'll i remember when they don't, they don't the hide behind mention via screaming <laughs> what <laughs> how did you do that that doesn't seem right. That's bad for the environment. I mean, yeah. why would they do that? 
letting all in that letting that fourth dimension in. It's not yeah. good for it. Jesus. Not thinking. Yeah, I guess that can that can be a little off putting for people who don't typically watch anime though. Those kind of uh those ideas that are so common. And then what I think is also kind of sad is that a lot of the shows that don't follow that kind of uh, characterization get trashed are typically, well, they're typically like either more violent or they rely on some other kind of, I mean, I don't necessarily think they are. uh, If they don't have a story, they're going to just be all action like that. What's that one show that uh, you show me? It's like two or three episodes. Or it might just be a movie of that prison break. Oh, yeah, Dead Leaves. Yeah. That's just a 45-minute. <laughs> That's just yeah. pure craziness. Exactly. 42 minutes is just absolute insanity. I recommend that to anybody listening if you haven't watched it. It's on Netflix. I Good feel like stuff. you couldn't do more than two episodes of that, though. You'd go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody would be dead. But yeah, that's a that's a good example, Bo. Uh, the uh, the way that story plays out is a lot of like, there's a lot of sex that goes on. There's a lot of violence, and that is is probably more off putting than just the uh, stereotypical kind of shonen style anime. Yeah, and not even just shonen like that that uh, archetype that Michael pointed out in that relationship between two archetypes of one confident uh confident superpower uh, yeah powerful either like physically or socially depending on the type of anime that it is and then the weaker uh more impressionable one who eventually comes to surpass that and be like the other character you can especially see that in manga like way more hardcore yeah like the the beginning of every manga is she was a shy <laughs> nerd in her high school until she met the most popular boy in school. That reminds What's me. What's going to happen? I, probably just because manga is, has so much more character development that you can see it more clearly. Whereas in, in anime, they typically just use a, the first episode to establish that. There's Whereas not... it's like the first few chapters of a manga. Yeah, it's hard to find animes without those tropes. I like Ghost in the Shell and Cowboy Bebop, kinda. They have some things, but like, there's not that many. They're at least better about it. Their characters actually are interesting. (laughs) Yeah, they have some kind of originality to it. Full Metal Panic is indeed a TV show. Just to go back and clarify that. No, I watched an episode. Boring. There you go. Learned something today. At least you did something. Yeah, and then there's there's also the the. I mean, there's all these different. There's lots of different kinds of like anime uh, genres within the the medium. I'm gonna call it a medium from here on out, just because it's easier. Because there are tons of different genres inside anime, but yeah. like there's the uh, there's also like fan service is a huge mm-hmm. thing that you kind of have to get used to, and either you enjoy it or you're just like you ignore it or just take it for what it is, and you know, kind of look past it. But that's definitely something that could be off-putting. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, they seem to always have it with, like, the high school girls. It's just weird. Yeah, always weird typically the high school shows. <laughs> yeah. There's a strong high school fetish over in Japan. 
It's kind of weird. I don't necessarily think it's weird. I think it's a pretty standard fetish for people. I think think the Japanese are a little more open about their fetishes. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. And, of course, nobody's really ashamed in anime to express these kind of things. So, What's that show that uh, has, like... Well, never mind. I don't want to get into that. What? I can't hear you. Nothing. Good? You're good. You're both good. You're back. I'm back. So, oh, there was a... I don't... Do you guys have much else to say? I'm kind of running out of things to talk about. I wonder where, like, the hair color... Like, who was the first person to make strange hair color? Because in, like, animes, especially females, like, pink and white. Those are real big. Blue? Pink is definitely a a big one. Kind of pink and white. I, like, wonder who's the first did that. Who's just like, yep, her hair should be pink. Who does white? And spikes and short hair on girls. Who's got white hair? I can only think of, like... I'm looking at... I'll just look at this anime page, and I'm counting one already on this list of shows. Oh, there's a male. The only one I've seen... I'm, like, looking through some is Angel Beats that I have seen. There's this one show I watched that had white hair. I forget what it's called, though. Oh, another pink. Pink, I definitely think, is the most common. White Or some shade of red. White's usually the real small girl. Okay. What? Uh, actually, Nia, Nia in uh, Gurren Lagann has white hair. It's like a whitish blonde, I guess. She has, like, traces of blue in it. I think that's just shading. Chrome Shell Regios. What is that? A, it was a anime. It, like, had a lot of anime cliches, but I actually liked it. And it had think, a white-haired small girl. I, I think you hit the, hit the jackpot with the pink hair. Pink hair. Pink or purple? Because, I mean, there's, like, uh, Haruko in Fooly Cooly has pink hair. Uh, there's a character in, like, High School of the Dead that has yeah. pink hair. That show sucked. That was basically a porno. Yeah, that's a terrible show. Like, there's no denying that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, like, half of it, and I was just like, am I watching this because I am interested in it, or am I just watching this because there's boobs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think and it's like that bad. Yeah. It's like if you wanted to watch something that had boobs in it, you could find a show that actually had boobs. Yeah. Breastices. Breastices, yeah. But yeah, uh, the major in Ghost of the Shell has purple hair, which is kind of the same. Might as well count it. Uh, what's her face in Naruto has pink hair? Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at the from Crunchyroll. I'm just looking at the list of their animes by popular, and I could probably count like six, seven girls with, with pink hair. Yeah. Wonder who first did that. Oh, hey, yeah, I don't know. That's I. That would be interesting to see because I know most of the shows in like the uh, the the 80s, I think. I think it was the 80s. Maybe even the 70s. I don't know. Had uh, pretty normal hair, mostly brunettes, seeing as the Japanese are all black-haired at least. Yeah. Racist. Which is really just dark brown. Not racist, it's just true. <laughs> White hair is pretty popular for guys, though. Yeah, it is. I see, I've been seeing that that's a lot the, on this. That's the serious guys. The ones you don't mess with. Yeah. They got the white, uh, white hair and stone-cold eyes. Hey, I have an idea that I would like to execute starting next episode. 
And that is to... Basically, the idea is every week, one of us will choose a, a show, and we will pitch it to the rest of the cast members, the hosts. Yeah. And basically, we'll give like an elevator pitch, or longer, I don't know, and just explain why we like it. Explain what it's about, brief plot summary, uh, and why it's good, why you chose it, why you like it, why you don't like it, I don't know. It could be one that you don't like. Uh, just so that we can learn a little bit more about different series, whatnot. Okay. So I, I think it would be an interesting... Basis? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, I don't really want to. I can but, talk. Uh, I'll do I, it. I, I have an anime... Oh, oh, whoa. All right. <laughs> I think I have Wait, an anime who? probably a lot, not a lot of people watched that I enjoy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one that not a lot of people have watched, just to be clear. Uh, I mean, that's good. That's... Probably help, that'll help yeah. us learn a little like, bit. Have more. any of you guys ever watched Corp- Corpse Princess? No, I have not. I was just that, looking at that though. That sounds weird, but oh, I'll pitch it. I'll pitch it so good. Do you, would you like to pitch it now? And this can be our first episode of the pitch. If need be, sure. You, we can wait if you want to like. Let's make it a test pitch. I, I'll, I can do a test pitch. See if it's any good. Let's try it, Michael. Is you you are going to debut. Our new section called the pitch. The pitch. All right. Go for it. Well, I'm gonna pitch on the corpse princess. Now, honestly, it's gonna sound crazy the more and more I explain it, but stick with me. Okay. Um, it's about these demon hunters, um, who have this ability. Where when females die, like between 13 and like 20 or something, they have the ability to become demon hunters. And there are certain people who have the ability to, they like, I don't know, sink their souls with them. And so they're kind of like a young female personal demon hunter who they go around hunting demons with. And it focuses around this one kid who is a pansy baby and gets confidence from his super-powered female. And Sounds like Bleach. Bleach? Kind of. It's a little more violent. Well, I don't know how much violent Bleach is, but it's got really good animation is one of the main things. It's kind of got animation that reminded me of Fooly Cooly. So it's yeah, really good. I'm liking good. that up now. I'm interested. You have piqued my interest with that. Good. Because it's got really good animation, kind of like Cooly Cooly, and the action is quite good. Um, and kind of, it is a kind of funny show, but it's like most shows where it starts off like the first five to eight episodes are funny, and then it gets pretty serious. serious. Yeah. And it, it is enjoyable. It has good character arches, and it it kind of isn't afraid to kill off a few characters so that you kind of get invested in, you kind of start liking. Um, and it actually, unlike a lot of animes I watched, it had a pretty decent ending. Because there's so many animes I watched that I'm so disappointed by the ending. It's just bleh, falls flat. How long is this but series? It is the standard 26 episodes. And it was on Netflix. And I'm pretty sure it's still there. It is. And All 26 episodes available for streaming. Really good animation, kind of enjoyable characters, 
the main character is kind of like a pansy baby character. I, I can't even think of one any characters. In the is this world. the pink haired girl? Um, she is one of the main characters. Um, it has some disturbing points. Where it's like, oh, well, that's very sad. But overall, good action, entertaining characters, and one that I enjoyed. Uh, okay, one more part that I think would be an interesting one, if you can do it. If not, that's okay. Uh, tropes. Does that have oh, any tropes? What does it have? Yeah. It does. Like like I mentioned, the character is a he's a orphan actually. So he definitely he's one of the poor, poor, low self confidence kid who doesn't know bad past. Much and he's a big dummy, and he tries real hard though, and <clears throat> he gets gains confidence through the powers of a super powered female character, who is the sassy. Won't let anyone get close to her. Angry type. Is there is there some sort of uh, sort of sexual attraction between the two characters? Unless that's like some kind of spoiler. Oh, that's not really a spoiler. That's just a, um, a fact. Kind of ish. It touches a little bit on that, um, but mostly they're like 16, 17 year old girls, so they don't really go much into that. But there's some. There it talks to some about that. Like especially that's kind of like one of the main bad guys. Like one of the main bad guys had thing as a thing like that. Um, for her, but or no, I mean, for the person a, that's with. There's a bunch. The, there's a bunch of demon hunters, okay. and they, they explain through the story why he's an evil guy, and it takes a lot of twists and turns, and it's interesting, and it's got great animation, and the, the, those are kind of the main tropes are the two characters. Well, of course, demon hunting. That's a, pretty much yeah. every friggin' anime has that, but <laughs> um, it looks th- pretty that's tight. the main. That's the main tropes, that pansy little baby character who gains confidence through a angry female who won't let anyone close to her because she's been hurt in the past. Sounds Those great. I am actually interested. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a great one. I kind of got addicted to it and like, watched it in like a couple weeks. Nice. Man, I might have to take a break from Yu Yu Hakusho to check oh. this out. What's Gungrave like? Cause... Gungrave I have not watched. I, I actually have watched a couple episodes of that. I remember being bored by it. I think it's like a crappy Trigun. Oh, okay. Gun, Not that Trigun was like super No, it's awesome, about but... demon hunting as well. Oh, is it? Except and it has pistols. A wine... Yeah, and it has like this... It has the real tough main character who doesn't talk much and shoots things. And... From the creators of Trigun. So is it like a supernatural kind of western thing? Yeah, it's similar because he has like two six shooters. Two magical mm. six shooters. Is it from the creative Trigun book? Yeah, it's, I'm watching the trailer, and that's what it's saying to me. Mm. I, w- I watched about uh, six six episodes, and it's kind of a generic fare from what I've seen. But okay. Because I, I watched the trailer for uh, I, I already forgot the name of it. Corpse Princess. Yeah, Corpse Princess, and uh, it re- related me to that, so I was just watching that real quick. The trailer for that. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting, especially like with all the all the females who are the demon hunters who are trying to kill their hundred demons so they can be released into the afterlife. Because they're like given a choice: do you want to do something or fight demons? I want to take your word on it that it sucks, and just watch Course Princess. I think that one's good, so watch that one. Okay. And I'm pretty picky with my animes. I do not like many animes. 
I'm watching this trailer for Corpse Princess, and it looks pretty good. It does. Anime doesn't really, rem- or the anime, animation doesn't really remind me of uh, Fooly Cooly. There's been a couple of shots where have, they have an interesting... No, okay, never mind. Well, like, I'm seeing more and more shots that are... remind me of Fooly Cooly. I, I yeah, that's what... the rest, but the action scenes definitely... That's what I'm seeing, yeah. The action sequences where they're, like, shooting their guns and whatnot. Yeah, they're taking a lot of angles that and... remind me of uh, uh-huh. that director's sort of style. Yeah, really good action, but, uh, good fighting, especially like the one-on-one. The, the main animation of just like them standing around is more like a generic kind of look, sort of like Trigun actually. Yeah, what it looks like. It's it, a little more recent. It's kind of a mix between you have to see the whole series and you're okay with skipping some. Cause... Here's another trope: girls in anime with schoolgirl freaking skirts yeah. and shirts. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's definitely one. That, I mean, that's because watch. the only people who can become the demon hunters are girls Some around girls. that age. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So they kind of force that trope upon themselves, <laughs> and they it explains in the story why that is. But I like the pitch. I think I that's going to be a, a, yeah. a a regular segment. I like that. I like hearing about other anime, and you did well done, Michael. Appla- I applaud Woo! you. Yeah, you applaud me. Bo, you're next. You got it. <laughs> yeah, Bo. I'm all yeah, over that. that Good. Yeah, you. I set that bar so high. Pretty, pretty high. I think uh, you did a good job. Yeah. That was well, a good start. But uh, you know, I don't know. Do you guys have much else to say? Can we wrap this up? I think we can wrap it up. I think we're I good. Think we wrap it up. Wrap. wrap it up. Don't get pregnant. Wrap your willy. I'm cutting that out. Don't get silly. <laughs> Was that, was that how your ceremony went? Was that how your school assembly went? Wrap your willy, don't get silly. <laughs> yeah. Because mine was just wrap it up, and it had this guy who would like hug himself. Go wrap Wait. it up. Wait, what are you talking about? The whole practice safe sex school assembly. You had an assembly? We had, we had one of those. What school? Like, when was this? What? In high school. What? You were gone, man. You ditched us. Oh, was that when I left? Yeah. Mm. Well, I never experienced that. I took health class. You really missed that. They didn't really teach much about safe sex. I learned so much. Alright, wrap it up. (laughs) Wrap it up. Okay. And we're done. Bam! Outro. Okay, you can stop recording. No. That's it. This is the end of Concast episode four. That's right, four episodes. Thanks to everyone who stuck with us through our first month, and hopefully you'll stick with us through many more. If you'd like to learn more about Concast, get in touch with us or anything else, head to concast.blogspot.com. Our opening and closing themes were created by Misfit Chris, and for more music by him, you can check out misfitchris.com. Once again, I'm Mike Westfall, and this has been Concast. Concast.